0: <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. We're sponsoring shows, girls, everyone. We're sponsoring shows now, and it's pretty fucking awesome. And I'm happy to say that the first show we got is KublaCon. Heavy, so fucking heavy. One of the heaviest bands I've heard in a while. I didn't really know who they were until this, and now I'm glad I do because I'm definitely yeah. going to be there. It's going to go down at Vino's best pizza, delicious, delicious beer. You know how it is. September 13th. That's a Friday. It's Friday the 13th. So what you do is you go down the road, you get your 13 tattoo for $13 at the tattoo store. And then you bring your asses across the street to Vino's and boom, you're at a show and it's fucking awesome. And it's go for gold past comfort. That's your two local openers, powerhouse pop punk bands. Can't say enough good things about those guys. They're Truly incredible, then Orthodox is gonna bust your fucking eyes out. Then is gonna come in and rip your head off. <laughs> Just kidding. maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. But uh tickets are available at Kublakhan.bpt.me, And if you don't know how to spell that, it's K-U-B-L-A-I-K-H-A-N. It's a mouthful of letters that are somewhat confusing. Ha <laughs> ha Uh, the show again, Friday the 13th in September, it is, it's
1: $15
0: pre-sale, $17 day of show. Pretty good deal. You're going to want to get those tickets in advance. You can pick some up from the local guys or from the link down below in the description of this podcast and that's it. Today's episode is a great one. I had a lot of fun. I got to go to the Dogtown Barber Lounge and sit up with some great guys. They're also in Terminal Nation. They're barbers. They are all co-owners of their own business. They're very community-driven guys. They have a lot of heart, and you could just, being in the room and having the conversation, and you can see all their hard work and determination and what they've done. And, you know, they have a very unique way that they're doing things, and it's incredibly impressive the room looks amazing they're having their grand opening on august 17th which when this airs will be just a week away you're you're doing yourself a favor just show up i do believe they're cutting hair for donations only or free if you can't afford it um everyone there they have eight barbers they all own a piece of it they're all owners they have i i walked in there was people cutting hair and just having a great time the atmosphere is super vibrant and like I said, they're also in Terminal Nation. They are—I don't know—I don't know what the right word is. They have—they have a ton of heart for everything. They have very passionate people. That's the word. That's the word I'm looking for. Passionate. But anyway, everybody enjoy this wonderful conversation I had with Dalton Rail and Chase Turner. That's how we start all the episodes. Got to keep it classic. But today's a different location. We're coming to you from a pool table. <laughs> in watching Thrasher magazine on YouTube, yes. in Ducktown Barber Lounge. I'm gonna introduce you guys at the beginning, so that this is, I do a thing now. I do a pre-roll thing now. Yeah. I that. yeah. So, guys, this is fucking awesome. Um. If you want to, we'll go. You no, uh, this is very exciting. Um, my first time here. Sorry, I don't go to things. My wife's a hairdresser, so I'm just like "Eh, I kind of paid thirty grand for my haircut, so I'm just gonna keep getting my haircut from her. You know, (laughs) need to get y'all are all fresh in here. I feel I feel out out outclassed and just out of place. This is awesome. This is actually, I was like, first I had a hard time finding the place, and I get here and I was like, damn, I hope I'm in the right spot. And then I come in and I was like, holy shit, this is a barber shop. Dude, I've seen some photos and stuff, you don't really get the full effect. Yeah. From
2: Uh, it all all came together pretty well. We've been in here about a month. About a month now. About a month. We're settling in really nice.
0: And you guys are here, talk kinda these are put your Oh like all the way up in this thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry. We're not in my usual spot, so we gotta gotta be fair.
3: Treat that mic like you're eating ass. Ooh, okay. eat that mic's ass. Just get out.
0: But uh, so we're in Dogtown Barber Lounge, and your grand is your grand opening happened. No, it has not happened okay. yet.
2: It's okay. happening on August seventeenth.
0: August seventeenth. Mm-hmm. And I just sorry, man, my nose is itching like Don't bastard. Fine. I gotta know some things, man, because if there's one thing, uh, yeah tell me i want to know details like how did this come to be all this kind of stuff i want to get into all the little bits that you can talk about we don't have to talk about everything Can't
3: no for sure uh, so basically all of us that work here we all work together for like the past three years right um and there's some of us that have come later on and so forth but overall i mean we all have a really good relationship and we have worked at a previous barbershop we won't say the name right like right. that right and uh Without going into detail, there were just... It was time for us to leave. And yeah, we growing. decided that, hey, we can either leave over time or we can do this together. And so we just said, fuck it. And we decided we were going to, uh, to leave and just do something big. And uh, yeah. it's funny. We actually... Uh, the day we left, we went to a different barbershop. We were in Sherwood for a couple months. And literally the day we left... We got a phone call saying the spot we had looked at and we're already had not necessarily signed, but we had put our letter of intent. We had already gotten approved. We got a phone call that day and they said, Hey, uh, no, thank you. What? And so like, we were like, what do you mean? Oh, no, thank shit, you. We left, dude. we left the biggest barbershop in the state. Like we all made really good money and we had this game plan and all oh of it went down God. the drain. Like, with one phone call. And so we were kind of stressed out and.
2: I'm going to add in that Chase was extremely stressed out. I was the glue that held the whole thing together. (laughs) I'm just going to put that on record there.
3: (laughs) Okay. Bro, I just stay stressed. Like that's how I survive. Like I think if the stress went away, I would be dead. Right. Um, But so I had heard of this place. I saw it randomly and I drove by and I got out. It was like nine o'clock at night. I looked through the window and I was like, this is it. And I called my realtor. It was like 10 o'clock by the time I called him. He answered like first ring. I told him we wanted to be here. And that next day we came. We looked at the shop and just fell in love and had an offer in a week, two weeks later. And this is how it came about. Yeah,
0: the vibes in here are fantastic. How much have you guys actually, it looks like you've put in a mountain of effort and work the brick wall did y'all do any of this painting is so all this fresh the, or the
3: painting the front and the back where it's that burn orange color mm-hmm. along with this white wall on the side we did all of that okay uh, the brick itself is the same it's always right, been the, right this actually dates from 1910 Dang. so this is an old building in yeah. an a historic district so
0: yeah yeah i noticed everything around it, and you're right next door to the Morbros. yeah which is fucking awesome. No,
3: they're really really cool.
0: Yeah, I've had Baker on before too and that's that, I thought that was like that's like
2: this classic. That's it cuz uh, we get shirt orders and stuff from him all the time and we just walk next door next and pick it up. <laughs> it's sick
0: how convenient. Sick.
3: <laughs> Yo, so we just made it I don't even know how far into the podcast we are. Mm-hmm. I just realized we talked about introducing ourselves and we never introduced ourselves.
0: Yeah, cuz I introduced yourself before.
3: Oh, did you?
0: No, no, no I will. I'm when i go home later tonight okay. I, I do I a pre roll like,
3: <laughs> i was confused damn i just fucked you, this you up you can say well, your own name i'm no i'm i don't have a name damn <laughs> I might just ruined this whole experience no Sorry, that, you guys. made it
0: a thousand times better cuz i Cause now, i mistake shit all the time hey i got i got told that from a guy in green day that green day's not from canada and i thought that since i was a <laughs> child
2: <laughs> and you know what i don't cut shit so you it stayed me, in dude. The dude in Green Day told you that Green Day is not from Canada? Yeah, yeah. That dude's a fucking liar. <laughs>
0: That's what I thought. <laughs> They're from Canada.
2: Yeah. That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious, dude. Uh, all right, so you guys are, you come in, you see the place, you love it. You're like, done deal. Scrape the money together, whatever. I know you You all own a piece of this. Is that correct? Yeah, so it's like we are a unique business approach.
3: We're 100% barber owned and operated. So, like, there's no middleman. There's no... Single owner. There's no hey. Everybody pays me this amount of money to work here. We okay. Get a bill. We split it that many ways, and we just
0: so rent, electricity, everything goes split right. Eight f- ways. What? Oh, eight ways. Eight okay.
3: ways. And so we have two spots that aren't filled. When we fill those spots, it goes to splitting it eight ways to nine, uh, ways. I to nine ways. I have a torch. I can 10. torch
0: here. Yeah. Have you seen that shit on the internet?
3: Hey, if you want to pay one ninth of the bills, <laughs> you can torch however I can much torch stuff you want. <laughs>
0: just burger let me just fuck your shit up
3: (laughs) bro that would we can start making our hair candles what's it oh god hair wick that is
2: one of uh chase's horrible ideas um one amongst many
3: uh if you got time i'm sure he'll tell you plenty of them
2: i don't think it would last very long No,
3: hair pillows was another one we have so much hair hair that we can make pillows out of it
0: it's creepy. Like, that you know, would when seep you through the fiber like and just goose... stab you in the fucking head. Just Like,
3: you know, like the goose feather pillows? Oh, yeah. And, like, they feel really good for, like, a month, and then you start getting fricked. Yes. Fresh. It would be like that from the beginning.
0: I feel like that's a step in the backwards direction because we just use hay, <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about flat earth now.
3: <laughs> sweaters. We could do sweaters. Uh, oh, sweaters. Scarfs. <laughs> <laughs> everything.
2: I mean, <laughs> this is sound, like from whatever the fuck we Yeah. About.
0: About about get it. <laughs> <laughs> or is this? We just turn into a conspiracy theory. Just fuck it. I'm changing all direction, volumes, everything. <clears throat> so you said you all worked together. I, I know the, so, some of the back history, but also, did anybody else? Did y'all pull anyone from anyone else when y'all came no. in? No, this is the same. Literally,
3: age. literally, everybody that worked works here now. Worked together before. Okay, um, there was we did. We, there was two separate shops. Same. Shop right 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 separate. right right. yeah and so there were people that we didn't work with as much mm. uh jordan was one of them he fresh out of school started working with the barbershop, and then uh so we didn't work with him every day but i mean it didn't change anything at all right
2: hey give us a shout out jay
0: come on jay come on jay this is jay Oh, what's up, man? It's Jay, Jay Mill Ticket. Follow me on Instagram at Jay Mill Ticket at Dogtown Barberline. Nice.
3: Anything
0: else? Twitter, Facebook. Oh, no.
3: (laughs) No? No, you heard him. We could actually end right now. That's all we needed to hear. Boom.
0: He's definitely the most popular person here. Yes. Yeah for sure.
3: Dude, he looks like a young Usher.
0: I was going to say and the most handsome. Dude, yeah, definitely yeah, we're, the most handsome world. He's all kicking our
3: ass nice up and down. Him. Yeah. Like, we are. We are <laughs> ugly. But nah, he's looking like he's in B2K or something. So was this
0: was this a group idea like the whole split everything down the middle? I feel like
2: this is a unique business approach that not a lot of people take uh everything that has happened has been a group decision whether it's been bills if we've decorated everything, has Did been, everybody
0: come by and see the building first before y'all were all like pretty yes. much?
2: Yeah, I think Drake, didn't. Drake, is a, Drake is the one that didn't, Fuck yeah, he was he was head first into it, that was tight. Uh, but yeah, pretty much every decision we've made to this point has been a not necessarily unanimous for most instances, yeah, yeah, but yeah. A, 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 it's a democracy. a democracy. Okay, we put, we put, put up, up for vote. things that were okay. It's like, hey, if we're gonna paint, what colors would you guys right. want to see? And then everybody kind of has decorations their same. on the walls, everything, the pool table which exactly turned Uh, into a regular table funny story about the pool table uh i bought this motherfucker and uh (laughs) chase was really stressed because it was a very expensive pool table and i'm not going to say how much it was um he was like he was like (laughs) (laughs) he was like yo dude everybody's gonna be pissed at you bro i was like no dude it's got gold felt yeah
0: who's gonna how can you be mad at that Be mad at gold felt and it's Oh, the felt's want to say something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I was right, nobody was mad. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's very soft, it's very nice and lush and the, the woodwork is fantastic.
2: Yeah, look at the look at the feet. Admire the feet for a second. I did.
0: It's like a little claw holding the ball. It is a ball. like a little claw holding the ball. I was going to say elephant foot, but then you pointed out the claw ball thing. Mm.
3: It, it no. That's not it, actually. Say that on the microphone real quick. It's like an eagle grabbing my dick. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like a gargoyle. A gargoyle. gargoyle foot. The
2: gargoyle foot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking talon to the wiener. Like They're
2: talons.
0: <laughs> no. Talon job. I love it. This is already the funniest podcast I've ever done. Holy I'm shit. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> Got like straight up, like. I don't know how to not be vulgar. Like, I mean, literally either, the only reason I'm a barber is like, I'm decent at cutting hair, but I don't know how to talk in any other situation.
0: I'm not allowed to talk to customers at my job, man. Like, <laughs> like how the like, fuck are you? Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> like, you know, you know when you're playing Xbox See you and Jay. like. Later, bud. You, Good to hey, meet you y'all. <laughs> They meal
2: ticket
3: out. <laughs> <laughs> like no tickets out. I, like you know, whenever you you're playing Xbox and like you hear the kids that don't know how to cuss, so it's just a bunch of Frick. cuss words. Like no, like they're even like saying like all oh, bitch you like oh, yeah, like yeah. like yeah. like bitch yeah. you uh fuck dick and it's just like it doesn't make any sense. Well that's you're how seven. I that's how I talk in real life, right? I, right. I talk like an eight year old <laughs> playing Xbox, so I love
0: it already. I love that. Yeah, man, why not? Just say fucking shit and damn. And
3: so hopefully you don't lose listeners because of us. Well,
0: if I haven't already from all the weird fucked up shit that's been said, I, I don't know that well, I like will.
3: Well, like Chase Davis, like he also has a podcast for like him and his buddy talking. Mm-hmm. And I went on there and like his girlfriend was like, yeah, that was good. But y'all talked about hand jobs a lot more than you normally <laughs> do. And So basically I just heard everything good, bad. That's nah, good.
0: This podcast is bad. It's made to be bad. It's for bad people only. If you don't have a slightly skewed reputation. I don't want you. <laughs> but you guys have beer on tap. Let's get yes. to the fun shit. Beer on tap. Three different kinds.
3: It's all local too. So yes. a big image for what we were doing was how do we elevate our local community? Like how do we keep money out of the pockets of big corporations? Because okay. it's like, again, we don't have an owner. We own this. Right. So it was like, how can we continue to share that? And so it's by supporting other local companies that support us in return. So these people come and get their haircuts by us. We do cross promotion, things like that. And so it's really cool to kind of give back. Badass.
0: That's the best answer.
3: These people
2: service the community. And yeah. just like we service the community, you have to support those that support yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm all about. You that. can go buy beer from Walmart, but what the fuck does that do? Nothing. But put an extra billion dollars in Sam Sam Walton's pocket. <laughs> Technically,
0: it's <that's> not. <laughs> they're from
2: Bentonville. We're in Little Rock. <laughs> Arkansas local. <laughs> Did it get that? Did you get that? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Cool. It's shitting all shit. over the it's shit. <laughs> Walmart's gonna sue my ass. Good.
1: <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. you know why that's good? Because promotion yes yeah bring it yeah dogtown barber lounge sued by walmart everyone's like who the fuck is that and,
3: yeah, now, and now
0: all of a sudden you're a corporation because you're so big now what
3: well that's the thing <laughs> is that like, we want to stay away from the corporation like similar to how like even with you guys it's like you support the shows and like that's how right. you make your money you're not going to sell out and say that walmart's <laughs> having a sale right now never in my fucking laundry life. Do bins, bins yeah no and we were not paid to say this
0: yeah not happening not fucking happening dude but don't Product forget to place. go to Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Dot com slash whatever grocery bin. And save <clears> one percent. <throat> so I know barbershops are mostly like conversation pieces. Do y'all just have the TVs kinda just on? Music yeah. blaring? Okay.
3: It's usually nineties hip hop.
0: How many how many Bluetooth fights do y'all get in? Like, nah, I want to listen to
3: it. Okay. <laughs>
2: The Answer between the shop, the customers. All they see us is fighting over music. Yeah, that's it. That's great. Because somebody puts on some bullshit, and then everybody laughs at that person. Right, and then we change it. That's all fucking day. And it's I'm not I'm not gonna name drop. I'm not name drop. It was Parker actually. Parker, Parker. puts on fucking 311 oh, all the no. time and reggae shit. That's Drake. Drake loves that shit. Cheeseburgers in Paradise. That's <laughs> not Drake. <laughs> what the fuck? No, no, no. Drake, our barber. Oh, he okay, loves that okay. shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, like, Do have y'all ever people? had a cheeseburger in paradise, though? No. I'll be waiting for that day. I had a cheeseburger down the street once. <laughs> Close enough.
2: Yeah. Close enough. Arkansas, if you consider Arkansas, downtown Little Rock, paradise. But a lot of time when the TVs are going, a lot of time we're playing is uh, skate videos, honestly. Nice, We yeah. all grew That's up skateboarding. That's what right. we've been watching for the past probably three hours on this TV right. here. Blackie's it's it's I mean yeah, really. It's it's just really nice to kind of catch up on what we've missed in the last several years of being kind of out of it and just right. being old and being an adult. Uh, yeah. Fucking what? those words, man.
0: When how would you guys get into do, doing this, man? Cuz if there's uh I I really wanted to ask this question. My my wife's a hairdresser. I'm actually super fond of two art styles, it would be hair cutting and tattoo artists. And both of them scare the fuck out of me. I, there's no way I would ever do it. There's no fuck. I just, man, my anxiety would just be like, Pshoo!
2: uh-uh. I'm, I'm gonna let Chase take that one since you just said that. Let's go, let's go with Chase first.
3: Yo, my anxiety fucking sucks. No, but uh, but well, how did so, yeah? But how did
2: you get to this
0: point? Because I don't think I could ever make it to this point. So I used
3: know. to like, I was always in sales before I did this, uh-huh. and like I was always like, oh, I just want to make money. Best and, by. like, growing up, like, really fucking poor, I was like, yo, I want to make money, and that's, like, my goal. And I got into a sales position where I was making more money than I should have, but I was mm-hmm. wearing fucking dress clothes yeah, and dumb shit like that. And I was shaving, and I just realized that, like, hey, this doesn't make me happier. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not happier because I have money. I actually yeah. work more. I see my wife less. Like, this is stressful. Yeah,
0: your life is less. It just becomes a job. Exactly. You are a and job. so...
3: My mentor at the time, which was actually the CEO of this company, told me something that always stuck with me. And it was like, fuck bitches, get money. No, it was. uh, (laughs) Wow. What a great uh, CEO. It was like Birdman. That was my. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Birdman was my CEO. He was my dad. Birdman. (laughs) Um, My brother, Lil Wayne. But no, uh, he told me that nobody can ever pay you what you're worth. No. So that like. If you make your own money, that's what you're worth. It might not always be as much, but you're not putting money in somebody else's pocket to make right. it. And it kind of stuck with me, and that's then good I, advice, left, his compa- I yeah. left his company. company, And uh, I actually, I kind of, me and Dalton were in the barbershop and just kind of hanging out, and this was before he was a barber, before I was a barber, and I was like, man, I love coming here. And he just started coming to the shop because he was really interested in it. Wasn't even getting haircuts, just coming in hanging out and i was like man i've been thinking about going to barber school and he's like "Fuck me too i have oh. and i got scared and got cold feet and said i can't go to barber college because i looked it up online it was like barbers make sixteen thousand dollars a year i'm like yeah. what the fuck yeah and uh i made a mistake and i opened a food truck instead which oh. i had no background in either what was it um, bash burger company
0: bash burger company
3: yeah and so i opened that and we were super successful. And within six months, we opened our second location. And then oh. then we were going to go brick and mortar. And then just some things went down between me and the owner, like the partner. Right. And I was like, fuck, I got to get out of here. And I started barber school. Like I took a buyout and I started barber school that next day. Wow. And I never looked back. And I just found out that like all those years I spent trying to chase money, I started realizing that like, hey, if you chase, like if you chase a passion, the money's going to come. Right. Especially like as a barber you invest in people like yeah, you don't invest in cutting 100%. hair like your your business is people yeah and when you invest in people you'll never be broke you might not eat but you'll never be broke. <laughs> right 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 and like <laughs> well so, hopefully
0: some of those people will bring you a cheeseburger <laughs> exactly
3: in paradise and then i that's kind of like my story behind it and it was just like when i went to the barbershop everyone was always happy yeah and it was just like fuck like this is like getting away from all the stress so i was like well, what if I go to the place where I'm always happy, and they're go. always happy, and then you yeah. go there, and then you realize it's all fake?
0: Right. Ha-
3: <laughs> no one's happy.
2: Right. So for me, it's a little bit different. Um, when I was a young a young lad, lad. adolescent age, yeah. close to anywhere from 12 to um, 15, I think, I had a, a very, very... Very big fascination with hair. Okay, I don't know where it stemmed from. I don't know why it happened. I grew up in a very small town where everybody had shitty haircuts, <laughs> horrible haircuts, and
3: uh, even even
2: younger. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I always had a fascination with my own hair. I changed it all the time. I cut my own hair all the time. Uh, I had everything. I, I really <laughs> tried everything. I grew my hair out long. I uh-huh. fucking shaved it off. I bleached it. I've done everything. I just had a huge fascination with it, and. Um, you know, um, uh, the school I was going to, I was always paying attention to everybody's like I, I didn't give a fuck about their shoes or the t shirt they were wearing. When right. they came back with a new haircut, I was like overly examining it. You know what I mean? Uh. I was like looking at it like, oh, what'd they do different this time? what how did they taper it this? You know, going to barbers and stuff in the the small town I grew up. Yeah. They fucking sucked. You know what uh, I mean? So I was watching this happen while you know, Instagram was just blowing up at the time. Okay. For for barbers in California that had been doing this shit for years, right? That had been doing it right, right? You know what I mean?
0: This very classic style, v- yeah, yeah. Yes.
2: Doing the the real OG shit, mm-hmm. you know. And that's what I fell in love with once I found it, you know. And so from there, it just it, it took off like a fucking rocket. That's fun. but through Sweet. high school, like Chase said, he looked it up, and I think the fucking median salary for barbering, whenever I looked it up in Arkansas, was like. $14,000. Oh, that's I'm kind like, of bleak. Bro, I can make more than that at Walmart, I think. Yeah. And so it kind of gave me cold feet, but not only that, my teachers uh believed in me for some reason and they're like, "Bro, you need to go to college. Mm. You can like, I mean, you can almost go for free with scholarships or whatever, go to college and do something." So I had a I had a classes, Intro to Manufacturing, and I'm a very hands-on learner. I'm very yeah. l- extremely left-brained. Feel that? Um extremely left-brained. So in this class, we built a go-kart out of scrap metal. Awesome. And we built the engine. We did everything. It was amazing. It was the funnest class I've ever taken in my life. Uh, I mean, even down to, um, we're talking about like millimeters difference right. of whether the piece would work or not work on a lathe, you know? The t- the instructor of this class was a, um, he had three different engineering degrees, and he pulled me aside one day, and he's like, you need to go to school to be an engineer. And, you know, my brain kind of lit up. I was like, no one's ever – done that for me no one's ever pushed me a certain direction and i took that and i was like cool that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put the, the oh, hair yeah. thing to the side for a little bit and i'm gonna go i'm gonna venture with this and see if that takes I me anywhere
0: you so uh, hard, man. yeah yeah I exactly my mom thought i was gonna be
2: an engineer yeah i used to be young take apart shit figure out how it worked put it back together exactly yeah and you know that's the case some people do end up being engineers from yeah. that some don't i was not i yeah. went into school for a year i, I did it i enjoyed it um, but I was going to class with these dudes that were like wearing three piece suits already, mm-hmm. like, and it, it seemed like they had already passed and oh, gotten yeah. their degree in engineering and just doing this for fun. I made a like a 16 on the first quiz of this really hard class that eventually made me quit college. <laughs> and shit. all these other dudes are <laughs> yeah. like, dude, you had to read like 300 pages in this book a week. Holy, fuck. and I was like going home and taking naps and shit because yeah. that's what barbers do. And so I was already on my path to barbering right (laughs) Right, there. (laughs) So after a year of school, I was like, dude, this fucking sucks. I called my mom. I was like, I'm dropping out, and I'm going to start barber school. She's like, cool. Uh, Shout out to my mom. She's like the most supportive thing in the world. That's important. Uh, Super important. We didn't have much of a family growing up, so she was amazing. And she knew that's what I wanted to do. She was just there for me, whatever I decided doing. So – to wrap things up, that's pretty much, you know, it, it wasn't immediate. It took me a couple of years of working odds and in jobs to kind of sure. keep established in the central Arkansas area. Mm-hmm. So I didn't end up going back to the hellhole that is Stuttgart where I grew up. Because <laughs> once you go back there, you don't fucking come back. Yeah, you hunt you, ducks. You, just, you die. Yeah. yeah. You, you hunt ducks and you yeah. die. Yeah. And then the rice birds swoop oh, down right. and fucking <laughs> <laughs> take you off yeah. into the sky. That's interesting, uh, man. Yeah, so I fucking busted ass and got to school and here I am. Here you are. Uh, four four years in. Yo. I just wrote that. I'm going to have to get <laughs> the, the cliff notes from that so I can actually write a book later. You should.
0: You should. Everyone should do everything possible. And now you can publish your fucking self. <laughs> You're just typing in a thing and a book can show up at your door two days later. It's That's fantastic. Incredible. Isn't it?
3: Yeah, on like a side note, Dalton's mom was super supportive of him doing this. My family thought this was the dumbest fucking thing ever. Yeah, well, look at me now. I'm just sad all the time. Just saddled you guys. (laughs) I'm just stressed all the time. It looks like you were wrong. You're wrong, but I'm still stressed. No, my wife was super fucking supportive, but like the rest of my family is like, you're leaving your job? God forbid. You're doing that?
0: Yeah. You took a leap of faith into something. Oh, and look at it work. It's already popular, man. You guys aren't even open yet. And I, I walked in and you were all cutting people's hair. What's that about? Is this like a soft
3: opening or just cutting your friends up? Yeah, so we soft open on on July 1st. So we're open, but we just haven't really started marketing and pushing. We wanted like a month, month and a half to come in here and get things the way we wanted. So we have a lot of stuff that's still not in here. We have price signs and things like that Mm. being hand-painted. We have a bunch of different stuff that isn't in here yet. And it's also kind of like one of those periods where it's like, hey, we get to find out what works. Before we say, hey, 300 people can come in here. Right. And... I pull, I don't have hair to pull out, but like
0: <laughs> you eliminated the option. Exactly. <laughs> and you've been doing it for four years. How long have you been cutting hair now?
3: Uh, three and a half. Three so and a half. Fairly close to. Wow. I think, I think Dalton started professionally barbering nine months before I did. So.
0: Okay. And with this new explosion of like, I'll call like real barbering. Like the whole old school feel, the everything even got the damn swirly pole out front.
3: That that pole itself is actually from like the forties. What? Yeah, that's Did a refinish. Like four
0: thousand dollars. That's what I was gonna say.
3: Uh, it wasn't cheap. It was not four thousand okay, dollars okay. though. But if any dumbass decides to break it, don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a very scary looking man. I'm dude. coming not for yet. your kneecaps.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Just, yeah
2: uh, we sourced that pole from uh, somewhere in California from a uh, from a. Uh, acquaintance of mine and uh it was fully restored and all that and it it fits the building perfectly because it's like age appropriate yeah that's uh i'll 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 say that's probably one of the only reasons
3: we got approved to have that barber pole outside because
0: it looks so dope they
3: like argenta is the coolest weirdest place Ever. Right, because like they uh, they want everything to be very specific to the area. Okay, and yeah. so they don't allow light up signs. They don't as- allow moving signs. Mm. Uh, like even the front, if you look at the window, like we wanted to blast that whole window with our logo. Right, and they're like, well, you can't take up more than twenty five percent, and the width can't be more than sixty. Oh sweet lord! Uh, you can't use these particular colors. All and the rules, they basically, man. they said they want, and it makes sense. One, sure, they when want to keep to it establish beautiful. Establish
0: a district and do that thing. And everybody's got the feel, the common feel. Yeah, exactly. Well,
3: yeah. they want it to look beautiful. They want the buildings to speak for themselves. Right. But two, they also want it to be when people walk down the street, people want to be able to look in your business and see what's going on. That's kind and of the so vibe. it yeah. makes sense after you hear, it, but before you're like, man, fuck you. I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i am
0: paint my window gold. <laughs> I, last time I checked, the red check didn't bounce. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Exa- yeah.
3: Exactly, and, like, and that's how we went about it. But then as we've been here a month, it's mm-hmm. like, no, they just want to keep this place fucking beautiful. They want yeah. good businesses that are going to do well for the community. They want the community to feel like part of it, and part of it is being able to walk up, see what's going on inside. Right. I mean, we get a lot of people that literally just walk by, hop in. Yeah. And we're like, hey, can we help you? And it's like, we just wanted to look. This place is awesome.
0: That's badass, dude. Already, yeah, been open sort of since July first. So one month today, hey, awesome. Whoop 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 whoop. And on a podcast and on the fucking news.
3: Yeah, well. that was fucking funny. So
0: how scared were you for that then? uh
3: so like we went on two different places. So Channel Eleven, that one was kind mm-hmm. of like the more like serious. Like, hey, yeah. this is the time frame we're doing this, 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 and it's just like, fuck, what do I do? And they actually ask you like, what questions do you want to ask? Right. And so like, I send them a list of things we want to talk about. And the first question they asked me is not a question that was on the list. (laughs) And like, I kind of like almost froze, but didn't. They basically, the first question was, so what's the difference in a barbershop and a barber lounge? I'm like, there's, like, I wanted to say there's not a difference. We have couches. Like, like, it's not, like that sounds like a shitty answer. So I'm like, well, it's a, uh, it's dim lit. We have beer. We want people to relax. Like, I don't know what to say. Hand drops oh, in the back. Right. Yeah. Um, and so i'm like cool that was a dumb question but we made it they only give you two minutes so it's like all oh, right cool shit. it's fast yeah fast paced. and so we go on channel seven <laughs> and i'm like all right cool hopefully they don't ask this question they did the same thing like hey ask the questions you want to ask all this and like channel seven's fun like they're just okay. like they're crazy they're just having a good time like literally it's like a minute before we're about to go on air and they're like hey go stand over there you're about to talk i'm like what? Oh man. And no like, warm up, no I'm like, right, just, Cool. So I guess I'm talking. And they're like, yeah, but don't look at the girls that are asking you questions. I was like, wait, so I can't look at the person addressing me? And it's like, well, they're actually going to be in a different part of the studio asking you the question. What the fuck? And so fuck? Like, I'm like, what? And they're like, all right, we're going. And so, like, not only do they just start talking, and I'm just <laughs> there looking at the camera. There's a TV right behind the camera that has a delay on it. So, like, as I start talking, the TV behind it starts talking, like, 10 seconds later. And I'm like, what what the fuck is
0: going on? All I can think about is that scene in Wayne's World where they go to the new thing and Garth's just like, uh.
3: (laughs) But so they, like, so we're talking, everything's going good. And she goes, Dogtown Barbershop. And Noodle goes. Uh, excuse me, it's Barber Lounge. Just trying to be oh. funny, and she goes, "Oh yeah, my bad, Barber Lounge." So what is the difference? In- <laughs> and I just look at her and I look at the camera. I go, "Guys, there's not a difference. Like there is. No- it sounds cool. Like there's not a difference. Yeah. I'm sorry." And she's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it's like why is your name Chase and his name's Dalton? It's like. I don't know. I, how do I answer that? They're uh, different names. Our parents
0: didn't know each other, and they named us something totally random. <laughs> exactly. So I
3: like it. Just sounded good. Like right.
0: No, it is awesome name actually. I it dig just it.
3: rolls off the tongue.
0: Yeah, barber lounge too. Kind of is more inviting.
3: And we were originally were barbershop, and then one of our really good friends was like, "Hey, if I were to open a, a barbershop out there, I would have always wanted to call it lounge." And so we're like, "All right, let's do it." It's
0: pretty good actually. It's smart you taking advice from everyone. Does that I work just, here?
3: Like, I'm like, hey, I copyrighted that, so never talk about that ever again.
0: <laughs> so, when I was, um, I was thinking, so with this new, like, you know, the new age of the old school barbering thing coming back with the beards and the mustaches and the fancy as fuck haircuts. So, you're talking about, like, it wasn't very lucrative. Do you think that was because none of this shit existed yet? Because it seems like more these days it can be very – lucrative we don't have to discuss actual numbers but i'm thinking sure. like did bringing an old style back in like some actual flair because used to man when i was a kid you just walked in a fucking place said, give me the number two you know it was very fast food yes and then it was like done
2: done, like, done get you get the fuck out get get more next next you know So there, there's a number of uh, things that come into play whenever it comes down to that You're right, the resurgence Mm -hmm. of of traditional barbering and just a a, a good barbering in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Arkansas is quite a few years behind on just about everything. I don't hate it.
0: Four hours away and 20 years behind. Exactly right. That's exactly right. Um,
2: So, you know, we're just now catching up with things that, like I said, like California and other big, like metro cities have been doing for years. Right. You know, so we're catching on and these nice barbershops are popping up everywhere and people really realize what a Good barber experience mm-hmm. is now like before it was bullshit. I it was you. man, it was uh, I, my, all my barber experiences from any barber I had in Arkansas was bullshit. And like Chase said, sorry to go off on a tangent. When I started barber school, I had grown my hair out for two years. Yeah, because the I was tired of getting shitty ass haircuts. Yeah, I was oh, like I dedicated it. to being a barber to never give a bad fucking haircut. Yeah, my can... hair
0: was literally to my fucking waist. That's I just didn't want it to get cut. That's did, did you... sorry, oh man, dude, I'm... yeah no. And actually, dude, the reason I cut it is because I'm a drummer. And uh, it would go. One day at a show at uh, downtown music, it went down my fucking throat all the way.
2: No fucking way. And
0: I and I took a drumstick and I was like, oh, like live in the front of everyone. I could just see people's faces, like what the fuck, (laughs) just mucus and shit. And I was like, uh," almost throwing up yeah literally literally like the oh, grudge dude it was so up. fucking nasty and after that show i looked at i think it was justin i was like i need a fucking haircut dude and he was like why and I'm, my hair's still like matted and gross oh fuck. it was a one of the nastiest fucking things that ever
2: happened to me that is incredible but,
0: but also dude with a good haircut you
2: fucking feel cool it gives you a level amazing. of confidence man you feel amazing i mean we yeah. see dudes like literally walk out of here like beaming beaming confidence it's it's really impressive actually it even comes through in the photos you guys post yeah like the the smiles they put on those Mm -hmm. are all organic smiles this is we're not like faking anything that we do it's like legitimate good times all around people come in here they have fun um uh, on another thing with the you know the the salaries um i'm not saying that we do Uh, i'm not saying that i ever have but barbers lie on their
3: taxes well, yeah, we'll just throw that out. <laughs> so there. do construction
0: <laughs> workers. So do fucking. So
3: I, do politicians. I We're, claim a hundred and twenty percent of what I make because I, that's how bad. I don't want to lie. I actually pay twenty percent more taxes. So you just only you're just
0: Mister like, Truth,
3: exactly. Regardless, I, just, I don't believe that taxation is theft. I, I love Uncle Sam.
0: <laughs> if IRS is listening, which they probably are, who knows? <laughs> Well, they're listening from here, here, here. We've got about four phones on the table. Kurt's phone's in his pocket. Oh, Kurt's here, too. Sorry. Hi, I Kurt. Was supposed to call you out? Hello. 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 <laughs> Sad react. <laughs> so, <coughs> hair cutting is clearly an art form. I don't think anybody would disagree, especially this shit. Y'all are, like, putting lines and thunderbolts in people's fucking head and making curly curlicue mustaches and all kinds of... Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... You guys are also in a band, little band, winky wink, little Terminal Nation. Yeah, kind of. How does the, how would you
2: equate the two? Like two art forms. Like you just like live art. Absolutely. Uh, sometimes we live art so much that it makes me sick. <laughs> really? I, yeah, I'll just be straight up. Like, dude, it's like a nonstop. It, it can be overwhelming really? sometimes. That it's like. I'm working all day creating and doing all this stuff and oh, my brain never, your brain turns, brain off. never turns off or turns on. My wow. brain never turns off. It's it's running 100 miles an hour all the time. You had Stan on the podcast and I listened to that. That was a great show. Uh love Stan's it. brain is has been running since he was born and it won't stop yeah. until he's dead. Dude, you can shout out to Stan. You, I love you, buddy. When
0: you talk to the guy, you can see it in his eyes. The the more shit he's just like, "Wow, he's talking." He's, he's just, already pre-planned his <laughs> conversation. Yeah. He's formulating
3: like, like the way like he thinks about things is like He'll be like, hey, guys, listen to this. And, like, he'll start telling us something. But then in the middle of telling us something, like, his brain's already switched. And so he's (laughs) made his point in his head, but he's already switched to, like, the narrative. And so, like, then he starts talking about something else. And we're like, what's going on? (laughs) Like, And then, like, by the time it's all said and done, he's like, yo, what was I talking about? (laughs) it's like, like, it's crazy. And so it's, like, kind of like what he was saying is that it's we're here all day and mm-hmm. we're, we're always talking we're always figuring out new things new ways to do things and i mean it's some people might lo- might not look at it as art but to us it is oh dude and then you throw in like hey we're writing a new record right now right and it's like it gets overwhelming at times and there's times where you're just like i don't want to deal with this right now and yeah. it's like there's so many other things and like especially me and dalton we spend a lot of time at work i mean yeah how long I'm, I probably work eight
0: in the morning is that uh, right? we
3: open at nine and nine. I get here probably about eight eight thirty He gets here similar timing. I usually leave at seven Damn. i mean and I work six days a week, so I mean I'm working sixty seventy hours a week really and, and it's not even because I have to i do I you love, love your job what I do like I That's can't great, wait man. to I can't wait to get up so that I can come to work hang out with my friends all day talk shit find a cool place to eat lunch. Come back, talk shit the rest of the day. That's so sick. And count my money and go home. And then I get to go home to my little girl and my wife. And it's just, it's, it's, the whole cycle is just badass. And it's it's awesome to have. But with that being said, sometimes it is overwhelming where it's like, hey, I worked all day. Let's go practice. It's like, Mm. fuck, I don't want to do that. Or let's go to
2: a studio. Yeah. But in the same, in the same sense, it's overwhelming. But I wouldn't rather be overwhelmed by anything other than what we, right? You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's 100% passion. Uh, titties is... Is, it? Can, is that possible, Can you be? dude? Can you be overwhelmed Can by titties? Be? No, you can't. No. That's correct.
0: Man. I don't think it's a possibility, man. Wait, there's a movie like this.
2: <laughs> there's a movie? There's a movie
0: where the guy has a dream. Titty and he's, house. Just a,
2: he's just in a clouds of boobs. Oh, that's incredible. I need to. We need to fucking put that it's movie a comedy up on the film, We need to put it up on the TV. It was not... Stressful at all. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, like like he said, we're writing an album right now. we I mean, we're actually finished with it. We're just kind of oh, yeah. tweaking it. Yeah. Okay. We're just we, going we gotta, through all the bits and being mm-hmm. like fine tuning. Like thirty
3: five minutes of music. I don't even know
2: how the fuck that We we are notorious for having the shortest songs and the shortest yeah. releases. Like I think our last release was twelve minutes long. Very grind esque. Mm, just grind fast. Yeah. Uh this one we took a little bit different approach and took more time into uh, I won't say composing because we ain't that. We ain't fucking uh, <laughs> Sebastian like Bach over, over here. Right, right, right. Yeah, you got to um, keep in it long enough to hey, get bored. Is that door lock, Chase? Cool. It is. I I have to remember the orientation of the lock. Um, <laughs> I Don't want nobody busting up in here while we're talking. Um,
0: and make for good content. It would actually. <laughs> I Heard
2: a <of> murder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, this one, this is a full LP that we're writing, and it's, I mean, it's right at over 30 minutes of music. That's perfect timing. That's yeah. perfect amount of time. I, I agree. I think a, a full LP is it, my ideal from what I want to release and what I want to listen to is just, just 30 minutes. That's it. 30 minutes of music is the perfect amount of if time. If I can for get through fully, it in a
0: drive. Absolutely. Yep. Just pop it in. Oh, mm. wow, man, perfect timing. Fuck.
2: I, uh, it's the best. That's a, a, That's such a good example. Because most commutes around Little Rock, either you're driving 30 minutes one way, or you're doing 15 there and 15 back. That's right. And that's just a perfect time to finish an album. Hundred fucking percent. Absolutely, I agree. I, I used to
0: work on Rodney Parham and other roasts to find the great line. Would get me half half the album was to work, half the album was home.
3: Dude, hey, that like, despite what music I play now, that album is still like in the top 10 greatest albums ever written. What? Define the gray line. The great line. It's the yeah, dude. most fucking perfect album. It's,
0: it's underground, underpromoted, and gold for a reason,
3: dude. It was like it was like the moment where like everyone was so like obsessed with their only chasing safety and like, yes. things like that, and so like people were like, "Well, fuck, Underworld changed the way they sound." Uh-huh. And dude, it was like in the greatest way possible.
0: But it's just it's it's meteoric that out, man. When you listen to it, you're like, "Where? How the fuck did this come out of your brain?" Like, I love I love shit like that, man.
3: But like even now, it's like we've I don't want to say completely changed because there's like definitely like I guess like old heads that are like oh fuck yeah power violence if you don't sound like that fuck you and then yeah. there's like young people exactly.
0: Well, that's every band. I mean, like I'm in a punk band. I'm in a spastic mathy kind of band. It's like, but we're all growing and changing, and, and the older you get. <coughs>
3: We're basically 100%. a metal band now, and yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. Either. Great, that's like the route I hoped we would get to one day. Right. And I'll say
2: that the metal community has been nothing but amazing towards us, even dude. with our very uh, left-wing ideologies. They have been very gracious and and opening to us. It's been it's been amazing. Arkansas in general has been. No, the dude! Y'all y'all shows Arkansas's this year
0: have been fucking some stellar ass. Y'all have been on some stellar shit. Yeah. Right, man. That's how I feel about everything I do. I can't. That's how I feel about this. I cannot believe that not just me listens to this. It blows my fucking mind into pieces. Yes, it's insane. Every week when I go to upload a new one, I get all the numbers from the last one. And I'm just like, that is
3: fucking. Holy shit. Have you seen growth since you started? Oh,
0: dude. I literally, I say this quite a bit, but I literally thought it was going to be me and five of my friends that talk. And then those same five friends download it. And that was going to be it for about four years, and and it's 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 in the hundreds now.
3: Fuck yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's stupid, and I don't even understand it. I guess just do like you said, man, do what you love, and the shit will topple. And I just love fucking talking. Clearly, I don't shut up
3: ever. Dude, I think that's like a good thing too because I feel like podcasts are kind of like at this moment where they're getting a lot more recognition. Oh yeah. I have a buddy who does one called Death Metal Dicks. Dude, am I allowed to say is it Chris Pierce? I, or, yeah, Chris Pierce. Okay, and it's uh, buddy, just like, I'm, I'm friends with buddy. Okay, cool. I didn't know if like saying another person's podcast. No, no, I don't get like, a sheep. Come hey, whatever you want. Get dude. out of here! This is mine. No, I'm not. Um, I'm not like, a, that guy. He went from like, <laughs> hey, this is gonna be fun to do, and I feel like like within his like genre, he's like the fucking biggest one dude, out now. Like they have like uh, like thirty thousand listeners or something it's like ins- that. An episode. An
0: episode. Per episode. They get like, I think he always says 20 on the podcast. I listen. I download no, every fucking cool episode. Ass. And
3: then he does, a, he has the, the other one that I haven't listened to much.
0: I haven't. done one haven't, about hardcore. Yeah. And so. And then they do the other, they, like their podcast is branched out too. And they do these YouTube specific segments now, which I think is a cool little add on. I mean, it's.
3: Yeah, Kurt, why aren't you recording this? We could be doing it's, that. It's,
0: it's, it's grotesque. You dropped the, you
3: dropped the ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are we working on it. The ball. Cameras are fucking expensive, I'm getting a bro. GoPro. It, dude, my uh, they do their shit. I'm uh, pretty sure through like an iPhone, and it looks great. It's but like, they do
3: like serial killers and like black metal and all that, and it's like the coolest.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. No. It's it's and then you learn so much about even just like minute moments, especially back in the day, like the 60s and shit, 50s. This shit didn't get out. It stayed right in the fucking town it was in. You know, like they did the one about the guy, the mo- the biggest mass shooting in America, still, I think to this day, was actually at a Denny's. Yeah. And it was in like the 60s. Yo,
2: Denny's fucking slaps so. though. <laughs> you don't like Denny's? I'm not a fan. I'm going to go on record and say I've never eaten at Denny's. And I just caught myself in a lie. I totally have. <laughs> we ate at Denny's on tour that time. Do you remember? <laughs> what band were we on tour with? <laughs> we were on tour with New Heart. We ate at Denny's. Here, here's what i respect about denny's Sucked.
0: <laughs> here's what i like about denny's man they gave bands their own menu i think what? that was cool yeah for a while there they had like uh well i say bands it wasn't like bands like mine or yours but it was like Taking back sunday had their own meal and what oh, they would what? come in and order all the time they collaborated way they collaborated with them and you were like cool we'll make that an, a, a specific meal on our menu it's
3: pretty cool that's fucking awesome. I will go on the record and say the reason Denny's is really cool is because, like, anytime we go somewhere and there's like, hey, let's go to Waffle House or let's go to fucking something like this, Denny's has a pretty extensive vegan menu. Okay. So I can eat there, and so that's kind of bad. Oh, so you're vegan? Yeah. Okay, okay. But if we're picking one or the I other could, fucking s- Waffle
2: House 10 out of 10, baby. Bro, 10 out of 10,
0: waffle bro. awful all for, day.
2: For my rest of my fucking I'll life. I'll eat three
0: dude. fucking meals a day dude. in that bitch.
2: And they'll I, all be waffles. <laughs> I'm ashamed. I'm not actually ashamed. Uh, I've done that several times in my life. Oh, yeah.
3: No, like, straight up, I, Waffle House is really fucking good, too. I used to get them triple order hash browns scattered, scattered yeah, covered, dude. capped, and topped.
0: Everyone listening to this right now is like, damn, I'm going to Waffle House. <laughs> what about the... Uh, also, the fact that they're both open fucking always. All the time. Yeah. There's never not a moment you can't walk in there and be like, food...
3: No, Denny's also has those drinks where they fucking put the fruit at the bottom, and that's kind of. Cool. They do
0: have that. I mean, he makes some pretty he decent does. arguments. Yeah, he makes some pretty good points. <laughs> Just don't listen to Theo Vaughn's joke about they Denny's. Got, like, <laughs>
3: si- they got like cinnamon bites and like brownie bites with like
0: in your you drink. Bite into
3: them, and they like fucking. They like ooze out. What? I'm being for real. Okay, I
0: haven't been there in a, in a hot minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're onto we're oozy food. No, like they Uzi have like food.
3: desserts that are like you bite into them. and It's like these fucking cinnamon bites. Fudge with, like, and cinnamon icing inside. What and, like, the fuck? Yeah, no. So yeah, there's uh, one, is, yeah, there's one yeah, on there's over a, there off of Shackford, I think. Yeah.
0: Wait, is that one open still?
3: Uh, it is. Yeah.
0: Okay, it's good.
3: Where do you want to go to Denny's? Damn,
0: man, because we're going to Denny's, yeah. Well, you live. I think you live. Oh, do you? Yeah. So back to the Terminal Nation we forgot what we were talking about so what yo, can but you say about yo no fuck that daddy's bitch i heard a fight today <laughs> uh, so is there anything we can talk about like music specificness
3: we can i don't think there's anything we can talk I about i didn't know
0: that if y'all were like cuz aren't y'all never mind i don't know i have conversations and i can't remember what i can and can't say to people you can guys know people like, you like to want. have their secrets as far as like the release and everything goes, is this going to be a this year kind of thing, or are we not going to see anything uh, till?
3: I know that we're recording this year, like we're right. recording soon, and I think the idea is always like, hey, let's try to get something out because it's our our last split left a lot to be desired, and there was like a lot of big people that were kind of talking about it, like, yo, what's next from them? I'll say like I can only speak from personal. I'm not necessarily like, oh, we need to get this out right now because in the past I feel like we really rushed to Mm -hmm. try to get things out and I think in our like at the moment it seemed like a really good idea but it it came back and bit us in the ass Mm -hmm. later on not necessarily in a bad way but like our last album for example um, the music we wrote on it was some of the coolest music I think we've ever written but it was still like hey these fucking four tracks is what everybody likes and then the experimental stuff we did was just like we didn't really play much of that, but also we didn't take the time to get it mastered correctly. We didn't take the time to mix it properly. Yeah. And we literally pressed an album that like if you listen to it, like one song's real quiet, the next song's real loud. Oh, and yeah, didn't matter. That's didn't what we're trying buffs. to get away from. And so like yeah. if it takes us fucking six months to record to get this just right, I'm fine with that. If cool, we do man. it in a weekend and it sounds perfect, I'm fine so with that.
0: Open. It's open right now. Mm-hmm. I like that approach better, man. We have to all remember to do that as band dudes. Absolutely. Especially, especially yeah. of this era of instant. You know, everything's instant. Everything's You can on your phone. You can fucking make an album on your phone instantly. Yeah, absolutely. Just whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm very guilty of that same shit.
2: I think with this being our first studio LP, which is like, that's a monumental thing, you know? When yeah. I was a kid, that's what I dreamed of. Of course, I man. Wanted, I wanted a fucking... I wanted a That's baller, record dude. with my fucking name on it. Hell yeah. That was like that was like goals. And so far being in Nation, I've hit so many of my childhood dreams and goals. I am the best honorary member. <laughs> Ongoing joke. <laughs> um, shout out to Tommy. He's the best fucking guitar player I've ever played dude, with. Dude, Tommy's
0: so fucking good, he, man.
2: I could talk for hours about how good that dude is, really.
0: He he came over to jam with me one time and we were just in like literally 18 fucking minutes into this one riff. And I was just like, I could fucking play this all day, dude. This dude is this dude is good as fuck.
3: I could never get tired of playing music with Tommy Robinson. Mm-mm. Dead serious. How he hasn't got? I don't know how he hasn't gotten tired of playing with us. Like he is <laughs> fucking light year He
2: he writes some riffs. Here's how the writing process for Termination goes. This is in my head at least. <laughs> Tommy writes the bombest ass fucking riff, and then I go in and dumb it down so the rest <laughs> of us can play it. That's literally it. So when you hear <laughs> this awesome caveman ass whooping riff that we got playing, yeah, uh, it was a lot more technical than that beforehand. <laughs> uh, almost 10 out of 10 guaranteed.
3: Like We were running this just, I guess, 30 minutes of music last night. And like I'm just like, all oh, right, fuck yeah. So I broke my hand, and a lot of the mm. writing process happened during that moment while my hand was broke. Right. And so it's like I'm having to go learn things that... Everyone's been playing, so there's, like, a certain frustration that comes from everyone of me trying to learn it. Yeah. Frustration from me trying to learn it. And he's playing a song last night that, like, I've heard bits and pieces of. And then I'm like, yeah, this this is fucking good. I think I'll be ready to record in time. And then he plays one fucking riff. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, seriously, this is the best sounding riff I think we've ever played as a band. But it is the dumbest looking thing. It's just like, <laughs> bro, slow down.
2: That, that one riff. This is the one riff that I let slide because I could actually manage to play it. So right? I was like, Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Chase is going to take the heat on this one, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I could play this shit, motherfucker. You can't. This, this is the.
0: These songs were way cooler before you heard them. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. Um, I, I have- don't know, dude. I'm actually having a blast. I'm having a blast doing this, right, in the LP, kind of getting everything mapped out. We're like, this is the first time in, I think, the band's history that we're, like, doing this legit. All goals, all together, all, all on the goals, same page. Everybody's talking about what needs to be talked about. That's uh, We're going through making our sound sound good. mm mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've heard or seen Eternal Nation, anybody that's listening uh, at our live shows, but we just try to play as loud as fucking possible. Yes. Uh, and I, I feel like we hit that goal pretty well. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I think Jason has something to say. Well, it's kind of like to piggyback on what Dom was saying, it's kind of like the whole writing process itself has changed. And like the way we started was like me and Stan were like, hey, let's start a band. Our bands are breaking up. Let's start something. So literally I wrote almost the entire first album. I mean, first EP. And all I do is play bass. <laughs> like I wrote, the, <laughs> I wrote this and it's like I, it was nothing but bar, bar chords. Right. Oh, yeah. That's- it was just a punk band. And then it was just like, all right, this is fun. And then the next album came out. I mean, we started writing the next one. This was before Dalton was in. And again, it was like, hey, a lot of me writing. And then Tommy just like starting to get involved with it. Mm -hmm. And then the progression from that was like, hey, Dalton joined the band. And like he brought this new idea of like, hey, let's do this shit together. Right. And we learn it together. And so then you saw Absolute Control come out. And it was like, all right, this was the progression of like, hey, Everybody in the band had something to do with this album. Like, everybody wrote riffs for this album. Everybody had an in point on drums, vocals, right. everything. And then now we're at a point where it's like, again, it sucks. I broke my, my wrist, mm. and I couldn't do anything. And a lot of that writing was done, but it was just like, fuck, if I had helped with this, it wouldn't have been as good as it is because, I, again, I play fucking bar chords and <laughs> shit like that. So. Yeah.
2: I wanted to add in the how diverse each person, uh, internal nation is as far as musically goes. When I joined the band, you know they were playing really fast punk music, which I love. You know, the oh yeah, man, it's but A and A. um, I grew up on like these fucking thick, sludgy, thick as molasses sludgy riffs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's that was my bread and butter. That's what I grew up on. And so m- me joining the band, that was like that's what I brought to the table. We, add it. we each add in our own little flair that kind of becomes what it is. We, When we kind of talk and joke about shows we play, I don't think we've ever played a show where we were 100% like with the rest of the bands on the bill. You know what I mean? We've yeah, always stood out yeah, somehow. 100%. I, I've, I I've never that. played a show where we like, oh wow, this band is just like us. And I don't say that to brag. That's not, no, a, bragging it's, it's not a bragging point. It's 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 kind of yeah yeah absolutely it's kind of a hindrance almost because we're getting asked to play these shows mm-hmm. and we're always the odd man out no matter where we go. play, we played this these paul bear shows and you know shout out to them they're fucking arkansas legends yeah uh, i was so stoked like, I had uh, like beer, they had their man. own fucking beer their own beer show and if you haven't tasted the beer do it it's, it, it's really good Do they still have it yeah think, you is, can go pick it up last okay. 40, i think it's it's great Um, but dude, I was so stoked when they asked us to do that, you know, and being that show, we were the fucking odd man out and it was actually pretty well received. But like I was saying before, each person kind of has their own identity and thing they bring to the table. Like Stan is super, super into fast, uh, power violence, grind, any, anything sub
3: sub, like deep, deep into the, the caverns of (laughs) underground
2: music. (laughs) Stan is all about it.
3: Like that, Stan is so sporadic, and like the music he likes is the way he thinks. So like uh, he's like, all right, cool. That song's a, is a minute long. Yep. How can we get that down to thirty seconds? <laughs> and then you have Dalton that was talking about these sledgy riffs, and Dalton's like, no, let's fucking play a six. Like, I will like, say, hey, let's play this sixteen-minute song, and yep. then we just battle it out, and we're like, all right, we'll settle at two minutes. God yeah, damn it! Yeah. It's like,
0: I literally have been confused at y'all shows. A handful of times like is this another song or because they just didn't stop or we never know you never know yeah never it's know. just like uh
2: <laughs> we never. Know. and it, another funny thing if you have seen terminal nation more than once in in like brief succession like like shortly after another you'll notice we never really played the same tempo oh, it's yeah, all yeah, about yeah, how we no, feel, dude yeah, yeah some shows sure. i'll go in and i'll look at chase davis and i fucking love chase davis uh we i'll look at him like hey bro Let's play this one slow as fuck. Right. Let's just play slow. Let's play slow tonight. Like I'm, I'm feeling it. There's a lot of people here. They're gonna be grooving. Let's just groove tonight. And then there's other shows. Where I'm like, dude, let's haul the fuck ass. Let's do this <laughs> shit. And it's not even that for me. It's just like let's play fast as fuck, dude. Let's yeah. do it. And that's what I love about Chase and everybody else in this band. That we're so quick to adapt to anything that are that's thrown at us. Yeah. Uh, Tommy is the most technical guitar player I think I know, uh, and he brings that that he is such a flawless guitar player. Like, he is what we base. He's, we call him One Take yeah, Tommy. Yeah, I'm going to throw that in there. Rock. He is One, one take, take Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> in the studio. Yeah. One time, and he he's done. He ran through all, he ran through every song on our last album that we released. In the time it takes to listen to it in one shot. I he love is a that bad shit. He's like, all
3: right, next one, next one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, (laughs) i love this band i love this band let's not talk about my gear please let's not talk about the monetary value sam if you're listening it all costed twenty dollars it all cost
0: twenty dollars
2: oh let's talk about that i'm cool with that i blew a whole fucking amp head playing, doing experimental shit when I knew I shouldn't have been doing it.
0: I think I've heard this story.
2: Oh, you probably have. I blew that motherfucker <laughs> up. Dude, I was like, I was gung-ho in the studio. I was like, dude, I'm running two fucking amps. I'm running uh, two cabs. Okay. I'm trying to get the the hertz difference. I need the 15s with the guitar speakers to to catch capture more of the frequencies oh, okay. and all this shit. Sure. That's where my brain is. I'm not a good guitar player. guess, I'm,
0: Ohms?
3: Yes, all yep. this shit. And Chase Davis just going to be like, dude, hurry the fuck up. And <laughs> almost done and like hour later he's like that's not it true it
0: worked
2: in my head it's not true it, it worked in hour. my head was and then it an fricasseed hour. a whole amp head I blew that motherfucker to heaven dude it's, that shit was fucked up That <laughs> it cost me a lot of money to fix dude yeah uh, that shit ain't cheap mine's, mine's on the cheap. shitter right now I have but, one in the studio right now it's an Ampeg V4 <sighs> I don't want to call him right now because I can't, I don't want to afford to. Pay this <laughs> this I can pay for it. If you're listening, I can pay for it. I'm going to pay for it. I just, I'm scared. <laughs> it's a, it's like a 1970 Ampeg V4, which is a oh my total God. monster of an amp. It's like my dream amp. And they are very expensive to work. Thousands. On. I would assume Dude, it's, it's very expensive to work on. So I we'll just leave that one alone. Okay. So <laughs> Check yeah, no. in with me in a couple of
3: weeks. <laughs> Um
0: so any show plans? Any anywhere people can come watch Terminal Nation soon?
3: Uh honestly we've been taking a step back from playing shows just because we're again trying to write. Okay. Uh I think our next <laughs> local show I uh, time of the phone, I can calendar. literally just pull out my phone uh-huh. and I can see lots of dick pics. I mean I can see
0: your own though. Wow. Yeah, why do you have so own. many of your own dick hey, pics? Why is it's there so two odd. in that yeah. picture? Yeah,
3: yeah, it's weird. Uh let's see. <laughs> Like, oh, you not know how to use this. Events. Mm. Calendar. So, our next show is going to be the August 28th, Creeping Death and No Remorse. Uh, Rev Room? Uh, that one is at uh, Venos. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, that stage sucks. Whoever did that. I know, man. What a bunch of <laughs> fucking losers. No, that, losers. dude, we played Vino's and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm not gonna fall through the <laughs> floor. Dude,
0: hey, were you like, I, I just got to play there for the first time since all that shit went down. So, it's been months. And I walked up there and my brain literally went, be careful. And then I stepped down. I was like, dude, there's a I
2: I play stage right. And there's a fucking soft spot there that I've been playing in for years. The the trampoline. That was my spot. That's the spot. And so I'm up there and I'm like, what the fuck? Do you care to know why it was like that? I I would love to. I know. The
0: wood, the wood, the center support was completely in half.
2: What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> My fat ass has been on that for years. For years, dude. Dude, there was only, it was only a matter of time before my fat ass blew right through that the thing. I <laughs> oh, man.
0: I, I literally, when we were pulling it apart, I was like, everyone in this room, I don't know how we're all not dead. Because we're, we're all band dudes, and we all have been up here, and we're all crushing and stomping and doing yes. stupid shit. My ass the war invites 50 fucking people up there every time we play. It's like, yeah, everybody come up here and die together. We'll together. Because, t- dude, let me tell you, the shit that was under the stage... Yeah, dude. How gross a fucking was, that? Hospital it was like a skater, like, the hospital with tetanus? Yeah, dude. For real. How gross was it under there? Uh, dude. I mean, like dried loogies and shit. We we took out ten fifty five gallon trash bags just of garbage. What the? Fuck? That's not including all the other shit. We found mic stands from had to be the fucking seventies. The bases were almost as big as this fucking table. Like. Have you ever seen those giant studio boom
3: yes. mic stands? Yes. Those,
0: the feet to those. Damn. Yeah. Yes. The uh-huh. The one for the drum wow. set. Yeah. It was utterly fucking disgusting. Oh, and if you ever wonder why it stinks in the green room, there's a fucking open toilet hole right there at the back of the stage.
2: You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. There's a There's yeah. a sewage hole right it's there in the disgusting. green room. It's fucking disgusting. Has anyone ever h- hung out in that green room? Uh, please DM me. I'm, I'm curious to know. <laughs> I've never spent more than three seconds in there, and I don't ever plan on going back. Back
0: in the day, back in the day, people used to. I yeah. can say that, yeah, they would <clears throat> stick the gear down the sidewall.
2: I feel like when we played with I Hate God, one of the one of the two times they came to Arkansas last year, they blocked off the. Um, they put like a big curtain over the, the stage whole thing, and we had to play in front of it. And I feel like they were hanging out in the back room there. Right. So if anybody uh, talks to Mike Nine, ask him. I'm sure he. I'm sure he had something to say about it.
0: <laughs> so let's wrap let's let's r- roll it back around to the the barbershop here. Cool. what are like some uh do you guys have any future goals or is this are you guys just like fucking we open what is it uh, the 27th or 17th
3: uh, we do 17th. grand open on the 17th Seventeenth. Um, really we don't necessarily have plans to expand okay or anything like that like when we created a shop we said hey there's eight of us let's make a chair a, a shop that holds ten that way we can think of the future Right, but once we hit that spot, we're not doing anything else. Uh, The only other thing that that we've kind of joked about, not even joked about, just talked about, was like the idea of eventually possibly like getting an airstream trailer and gutting it out and turning it into like a two, three chair shop that we can be mobile with, and so we can do events, we can travel, we can do like a like I don't know like a Bro, and, and that's something that like I've been thinking about for like since I became a barber. Was like that would be badass, to and in an
0: airstream like, too. An that's airstream the fucking icing on the cake, where it's man. Just,
3: like it's just tall enough for you to fucking stay in there and cut hair. <laughs> right, right. But it was like if we want to go to Fayetteville and do an event, we can do that. If we want to go to Little Rock, if we want to go to the hospital and say, hey, all the doctors were here. Right. But also the same idea is like if we decide we want to go do an event where we cut homeless people's hair. Right. They yep. can come in there now. I was going to bring that up, get, actually. They get to fucking come in that's and experience so funny. that. That's so funny. Say we go to, like, a school. like Oh, yeah. Underprivileged people can now come in, and they can experience right. that. And so it's just an idea that's kind of always been in my head, and it just seems feasible to do now. And that's a
0: great way to give back, to Yes. Set up a thing with especially the youth and stuff. Uh, a buddy would be a good one for that, too. Maybe you could call because, you know, he works with underprivileged youths and all that kind of stuff that that's awesome dude that's a sick fucking idea
3: and like even like that giving back doesn't even like those those are things we're doing now too it's like so our with our grand opening like we're opening doing grand opening on saturday and our saturday hours are eight to three okay and literally from open to close we're doing free haircuts oh and we're taking donations for lucy's place so basically 100 percent of what's donated is going directly to that organization which i'm not sure if you know what lucy's place is. i don't Fill me um in. but it's a local organization that provides housing job placement education for lgbt okay. youth at risk youth and so it's just one of those things where it's a wonderful organization because not to like shit on other organizations that help youth but a lot of those are typically very church oriented and so yeah. what happens is is it's like yeah being in the south and being gay and all of that, it's like, hey, they don't have to support you. And so it just, it seemed like a really cool way to come in and say, hey, we're going to help them. It's a wonderful organization, but even like with our grand opening, we have Loblolly coming out. We have Mm. Delta Biscuit Company, South on Main. We have Central Arkansas Entertainment, uh, Flyway, Diamond Bear. And all these companies as well are saying, hey, once we reach what it costs for us to come out, we're going to donate. So the, so the the turned, proceeds, the profits. Yeah. So basically yeah. it turned into this idea of like, hey, we're going to help out, but we're going to do a block party. And now the people that are helping with the block party are like, well, They're fuck, even in we're going to help. That's them. so fucking and sick, man. It just seemed like a really cool way to, to give back. And we kind of, who should we do? Who should we do? Who should we do? And I don't know. It was just one of those things that I think felt like was really near and dear to all of us was like, yeah. hey, let's help the youth. Let's help people that typically don't get helped. Right. I think we, whenever we decided, it was like, I think it was like six percent, maybe seven percent of like homeless people are teens,
0: teens, yeah,
3: and kids, mm-hmm. and amongst that, like seventy percent of that's LGBT. Yeah. So it's like, well, fuck, like that's a, almost all of it, and so it was just a cool way.
0: Oh, to it back. That was so, great, man. That's fucking awesome. I loved all that.
2: Damn. Being very charitable, and what we are given, our our talents, everything, right. that the clients that support us, it wouldn't feel right if we weren't giving back. Sure. And, and trying to help, and use what we have as a platform. Yep. With Terminal Nation, with the barbershop, with everything, to give back to people that that deserve help. Right. The people that need it.
0: Yeah. If you got if you got it, use it. Well, it's like and use it's it. It's not good. even
3: like like it goes like further than that. It's like it's almost like nowadays like if you like the term safe place for example right, safe yeah, spot. Yeah. it's like safe you're spots you're a pussy if like oh you need a safe place and <laughs> you need your safe spot but it's like initially what we were trying to do was create that it's like yeah we have a good time and we fucking joke around and we do all this but at the end of the day we wanted to create a business where we were a part of the community i mean you mm-hmm. walk out of our door and we there's houses around us oh like, yeah no yeah community. it's awesome yeah we oh, wanted really? to There's be cool. a community but more than that we wanted to use the platform of owning a business mm-hmm. to say hey how can we get back how can we show people that are coming in here that this is a place where they can come in i mean come coming from like i live in bitten yeah and it's a very southern place and yeah Things like yeah, I live. That. In, I live so, I'm your
0: next door neighbor. I live in so, Bryant, so
3: <laughs> and so it's like a lot of the people that I would encounter over there just use slurs that it was like, "What the fuck are you saying?" Yeah, and it was like with this new venture, it's like we're not doing that. We're not allowing that to happen. If somebody comes in and they have a problem, see ya. with somebody that's gay, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Right, if you yeah. have a problem with somebody you. that's black, get the fuck out of here. Bye. Like,
0: oh, I got other white guy the other day. Oh, so I was like, ah, oh, dude, why the fuck, man? He was all about it, and he was like, oh, is that offensive? And I was like, a little bit, man, a little bit. <laughs>
3: it's just like, but I was at a,
0: another person's house. It's like, I can't, I'll just I'll just shut up and it's go just away. Like, exactly. And yeah. It's just
3: like, as a business owner, and it's funny because a lot of people are like, well, the, those are paying clients. They should, like, you shouldn't say, hey, fuck get off. out. It's like, no, yeah. I don't want their fucking money.
0: Don't have to take it either.
3: Exactly. And so... That was a big thing. Is like, how can we be the, a part of a community? And it didn't even stop there. It's like, Thanksgiving's around the corner. It's fucking how many months away? Like, five months?
0: Three? Three it's months? It's the first oh, of August. Fuck. Oh, Very August, much. September, October, November.
3: So, three, four months away. Three fucking months. And it's like, we're I can't already I got thinking, <laughs> how can we help people out in Thanksgiving? And then we're like, uh-huh. well, Christmas is the next month. How can we help people out in Christmas? And it's almost like we're using, yes, this is a platform for us to... Make a career, make a name for ourselves, pay our bills, things like that. But ultimately, it's how can we help out other people along the way. And that's
0: unique. Well, your you're, so your business alone is unique. Like y'all's setup is unique. You have eight owners essentially. Everyone that is an employee is also an owner. Well, that's fucking different. That's there's not a lot of I don't know of any personally that is like that. So that's a also a badass approach. But then you're also giving back, and you're also all providing for your own families. You're setting standards, new standards of, yeah, businesses can operate like this and you're full of shit kind of because look at over here. It's already, I, I walked in here, you're barely even open and it was one, two, three people getting their haircuts already at the end of the day. It was, y'all were already closed and there were still people in here getting cut. It was.
3: And I mean, that that's essentially what we're trying to go for is setting a standard for ourselves, setting a standard for other businesses, mm-hmm. but even setting a standard for clients. And the people that come in here and they see how we act and they see how we, I say, treat each other fuck. We treat each other so bad. Um, but not necessarily, but yeah, it's yeah. more or less how we care about each other. But when it's from and the heart, you know. Exactly. Fuck it's a, you it's from it's the about, heart. It's about showing people how we care about each other and honestly just trying to bring new ideologies to people that may not think that way. It's kinda or like,
0: l- Or at least start the conversation. Exactly. You know? There's a
3: lot of people that we cut now that I feel like over time have just like fucking grown to be not necessarily good people bad people but different people because yeah. not necessarily we changed them Well that's a,
0: but, what I like about the barbershop two man conversation is key and that's what we would need more of We need less you know we need more more long time yeah we need more long term conversations man well, this is Well it's funny
3: cuz it's like they're always like oh, the barbershop is a place where you don't talk about politics. The barbershop is a place where you don't talk about that. And I'm like, no, fuck that. We need to talk about it. <laughs> talk about everything, yeah. Because how do we bring about change if we can't talk about them? Like, as men, like, I'm talking to an yes.
0: adult. That's it.
3: How can, if we can't talk about these things in a barbershop where we're relaxed, where can how can we? you fucking walk outside and have these conversations? How can <laughs> you
0: don't. You work? go home and you get on your cell phone and do it. Exactly. Yeah. And
3: so it's it's, that's... How it kind of correlates in the Terminal Nation, too, though. is Yeah, like, of course. Like, political hardcore. And I, I don't know how to say this without sounding, I guess, like, shitty or things like that. But it's like, we've been a band for over five years. And since day one, we have been a political band that has always yeah. spoken out about political things. We've of course. spoken out about things that are wrong in everyday life and the things we see. And... There's a, like the political climate has changed, and you're sure. seeing that now. You're seeing bands that didn't give a shit about it. Now they care about it and yeah. they want to talk about those things. And that's cool, but you have to sometimes question the authenticity about it. And you have to say, hey, are you guys next year going to be talking about these things? Or, or, or
0: bandwagoners? Exactly. Yeah. And
3: it, that's why I, I hate to say it. it sounds shitty to like say that. But it's like, we live in a time and age where you almost have to question like everything, the the authenticity of people and whether or not they're trying to sell shirts and records or they're actually trying to bring about change. Uh, there's almost,
0: almost correlated to the, uh, Christian boom in the early thousands, the Warped Tour. And it was every, every band on Warped Tour was a Christian man. Exactly.
3: No, exactly. It's like, I remember there was a time and again, I'm not a name dropper, uh, where somebody legitimately questioned whether or not Terminal Nation was a band that cared about change or (laughs) we fucking used it as a platform to just a bunch of fakers. Exactly. And like, I think it was like three weeks ago, Dalton posted something and it was like, Hey, this isn't, this isn't to like say, Hey, look at what I've done. But this is to show. People that have always kind of doubted us that like, Hey, look, we are doing good. And I believe like the math was done. And like, since like the beginning of the band, like $26,000 has been raised. Oh, I saw that. Towards post, organizations. Man. Yeah. We
2: we've had our hand in in <coughs> raising 20 I think it was around 23,000. 23,000 of of charity charitable events whether right. it be for races uh which is an awesome uh charity that that deals mostly with immigrant children. Mm-hmm. Uh Kind was another one we we've we've donated a lot of money to to places like that and uh Right. Uh, motherfucker that said we ain't about what we about Uh, (laughs) fuck you (laughs) that was an amazing comp if you haven't listened to that compilation was that with uh, who was that with dude it had fucking vow on it yeah dude that was a fantastic compilation if you if you guys listening haven't heard that one you need to go fucking listen to it because it is fantastic front to back so many good bands on there all for a good cause And uh, fucking the Owl's cover of Lead Belly is fantastic.
3: (laughs) And I'll just say this to kind of go off of that. Like, it sounds really hard to talk about yourself without trying to sound like you're trying to toot your own horn. Right. I don't give a shit about that. I'm talking about it to show people that it can be done. Right. Like, other people can be doing this. Like, I'm not trying to say, look at what we've done. Here's our fucking... Like trying to set an awards example of like what you're done doing here. and all of yeah. our, like, Here's our Xbox things that we've unlocked across the way. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm trying to say like, hey, this is the precedent and it can be done. You guys can do it too. Yeah. Because there's too many people that are like, oh, you can't change things. You can't. One person doesn't matter and all of this. It's like, no, it, w- you can change. You can make change. You can Start be small. a fucking catalyst for change.
0: Start small. That's it. You want to change it. Uh, the big domino. Yeah, it's like a little two-inch domino knocks over a whole sheet of plywood. Yeah. A real life, uh, Physics in action. Yeah, yeah how man. the
3: fuck you look at like one person drank Kool-Aid then that whole fucking island was dead. Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they did in fact die. <laughs> well, you guys want to wrap this shit up? Plug all your stuffs.
3: Uh, I guess, do uh, you want to say something first for me? Uh. So I guess just to wrap it up is, uh, again, Dogtown Barber Lounge. We're located mm-hmm. at 715 Main Street in North Little Rock. It's in the Argenta Archer District. Um, we basically do any and all haircuts, all that fun stuff. Uh, grand opening is going to be August 17th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing eight to three free haircuts. So, I mean, just because we're taking donations doesn't mean you have to give a donation Part of that is also allowing people to experience something that they may not always be able to experience, and we understand that. So just come in, have a good time, drink some beer. Uh, from 3 to whenever we're done, we're going to be having a block party with a lot of really cool people. But ultimately, it's everything's going to a good cause. Uh, also, listen to Terminal Nation and fuck ice.
0: <laughs> well, Tommy ended, Tommy ended with uh, fuck Trump, so. That's a good one. Good one?
3: I don't really have anything else to add. That's perfect.
0: Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Oh wait. Oh.
3: Also, hey, thank you for letting us come on here.
0: Dude. Yeah. Fucking anytime. Or you're man.
2: amazing. Thank you so much for inviting oh, us on Y'all the show. Are amazing. I had a blast. I would love to do this uh, anytime you oh, want. Oh, we'll do be this.
0: doing this again for yeah. sure. Tomorrow. tomorrow come yeah, back tomorrow. Let's do, do this, do this again. We'll get the whole again. band in here. Actually, when you guys get ready to drop that LP, <laughs> we got to do a little talky talk. That's a good idea. Go through the actions and the and the, all the things. That's a good idea. I like that, Corey. Enough... So, Dude, that's all my. It's on my to do list, and uh, that is actually on my to do list. And I actually have a person. Hey, I have a person that's actually going to come, and we're going to do a practice one. He has uh, the little attachment to add more channels, so we can mic fucking everything. The talkers, the band. Talk about
2: Dude, I would. Love to do that.
0: It's the hardest part about live audio is your the engineer has to be like fucking top notch.
2: Yeah, yeah. I that's been a dream of (laughs) mine is to do a live like a live recording set. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do an audio tree set. But did you guys see the Acid's Burn audio? I haven't yet, but I heard it's phenomenal.
0: It's fucking
2: goddamn it! It, That band's amazing,
0: dude. I mean, yeah, I agree. They may. I I, like. I was like. uh, I was a bit salty. Adam them for uh, undisclosed reasons, but then I was like, I watched it in my tear, like made too pretty, man. It just makes my oh, fucking shit. eye just well oh, I was God. like, oh, I love this fucking band, dude. <laughs> I feel like
3: they've always had like a really good relationship with Arkansas. And so that's really cool. Yeah. And so they kind of got fucked up. A, a little bit. Little yeah, bit. yeah. That's they what I was referring to. Yeah, well, bit. I mean, uh, I won't say names, but man, fuck that, dude. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It's already been, it's already yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. That shit sucks. But everyone go watch that audio tree. We are working <laughs> on that other shit. Everyone come August 17th to Dockdown Barber Lounge. I'm fucking going to come. Even if I just come to bullshit, I want to see the thing. And I haven't tried out that biscuit truck yet. And my buddy it's Jeremy's always eating there. And it looks amazing. Sick. Yeah. So, all right. Good. We're good. Good. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening.